listening to On the Couch with Carly. Carly's Couch is a safe space to talk. I'm a psychologist, but I'm not your pipe-smoking, tweed-wearing stereotype. Hi, this is Carly. I have decided to talk to you today because it's on everybody's mind. It is literally taking over everybody's mental space. The coronavirus has become a very real thing in our lives. And I thought it would be a good idea to just talk to you about what you might be feeling and what you can maybe do with those feelings and just to be here with you in the experience and to give you something that is not another information overload TED Talk vibe. I'm not here to give you any information about the virus or what you can do to uh, prevent the spread or symptoms or, you know, looking out for symptoms or what, what we know from the scientific data. I think there's enough of those podcasts and there's enough of that information around. Um, today, I just want to talk to you about the feelings around the virus and the precautions that one has to take and how this will affect our lives and how you might be feeling right now about that. So from where I am, it is um, Monday, the 16th of March. And last night, our president in South Africa informed us all that we have to do social distancing, not travel, all of that. Um, and I think we knew it was coming. Uh, definitely, you know, p- people that I know who are in Italy and Germany are already doing that and have experienced lockdowns and everything else. So I was aware that this was probably on, you know, about to happen. But it, it definitely is important to reflect on the feeling that that brings. And even before this announcement, I think the feelings have already started to be um, circulating in the in the collective consciousness. So I I want to acknowledge that I've been feeling and seeing in people a lot of anxiety and a lot of um, a particular kind of anxiety. We call it persecutory anxiety. The idea that something bad could happen to you. The idea that you're going to be extinguished. You know, it's a very primal anxiety. It's a very um, it, 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 it hits us in our core. And so we have to acknowledge that um, it, has, it is going to have a big impact on us. So what we do see, and I think you'll probably agree that you've seen this in your own lives, is that people start to act a bit bonkers and, and you know, th- things go a bit weird, things go a bit awry. The, the energy in, in the world feels different. And that is because we're all on high alert, you know, it, it feels like, it feels like we're ants and some like mean kid is holding a, a magnifying glass to the sun above us and we're scattering because we can feel the burn, you know. Um, it's, it's scary because I think there are other things that we should be just as anxious about actually like climate change and goodness knows what else politics and everything else that has actually got the the real you know some real risk to it and 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 could threaten our world as we know it but this seems more immediate and i think that's why we've all responded in a much more immediate way 
So I just want to normalize for you what might be some reactions to these feelings. So, you know, just notice in yourselves what you are feeling right now. You know, you might have some tension in your body. Maybe just think about doing a quick body scan and looking through, you know, going down from your head to your toes to look at where in your body you are holding tension right now. And you can maybe try and relax those parts. Um, Sometimes it's best to tense and then relax and tense and then relax those muscles because that really helps those muscle groups to relax. Um, Or you could just send your attention there and try and breathe through those, those pockets of tension. But I think it's important to just notice first and foremost where we might be holding tension to just acknowledge that this might have something to do with it. And then to look at the thoughts in our in our minds and how the thoughts are connected to, you know, global news, what's on social media, what your friend said, your mother said, whoever said. Um, you know, it, we will all have our own specific reactions to this. And it's important to, to take note of that. Like, what is the first thing you thought about? You know, who are the people you're most worried about? What are you busy doing in your mind right now and and to try and 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 separate if you can the thoughts that are about something you can do right now and something that's in the future that you have no control over when we are when we are faced with this kind of persecutory anxiety we tend to um become quite uh we overgeneralize and we catastrophize and we generally can become, you know, quite um, the world is coming to an end, doom and gloom, apocalyptic vibes. And let me tell you, I completely understand if that's what you're thinking because I've never experienced anything more apocalyptic in my life than this. So, you know, let's normalize the fact that that's a very reasonable response. But... Let's just also have a chance to think through those thoughts and to see if there are some of those thoughts that are helpful and meaningful and some that are unhelpful and are not really going to aid you at this time. So if if the thoughts are not about something that you can do right now, if the thoughts are not about a realistic um, kind of, some, you know, a realistic um, experience that may or may not happen, you know, just think about maybe choosing to think about something else instead. Um, the wonderful thing about thoughts that are irrational, thoughts that are not about this moment, thoughts that are not about, the, you know, the, the, the past or the future, sorry, the thoughts that are about the past or the future, not about the present moment, is that they are wonderful things to take to therapy. So in in everything, there is a a a silver lining and one of the silver linings about this catastrophe this global freak out is that you can still make use of a therapeutic space where you can still unpack and look at the various um, concerns worries connections that you're making with your past experiences and with the unknown future that is ahead of us um so although I've given you the advice to try and connect with the present moment to not be too taken up by the by the worries of the future 
I'm saying that in a practical sense. From a therapeutic perspective, that's where you take that stuff. So if you have a therapeutic space, that's where you take that stuff. And it's important to acknowledge that stuff and to work through that stuff. Um, there, There is real value in that. So um, if you don't have someone to speak to right now, you can contact my business, Carly's Couch. We have made the decision to do all of our sessions online going forward. So I am available for online consultations. My colleagues are available for online consultations. If you would like to speak to us, please send me an email, info at onthecouchwithcarly.com. Okay. But just continuing the discussion about how you might be feeling. So so the anxiety is often about the scary unknown future. Um, and there's nothing really that we can do about that. Although there are very practical solutions that I'm sure you're all aware of that we have to take anyway to curb the, the spread of coronavirus. Um, so if anything, I, I would implore you to just try to um, be aware of how when we are anxious and when we are um, faced with persecutory anxiety, there may be an inclination to want to do something. What can we do? I want to do something. Maybe you feel very agitated. Maybe you feel very physically agitated. You can't sit still. You, your body feels like it's not at rest. And so the idea of sitting at home and being isolated may feel very, very difficult right now. So just be aware of that. Be aware of how that is the anxiety articulating itself through your body. And, you know, don't feel like you have to um, fight that or um, resist that. I think that there are amazing opportunities here for, for us to use this energy and to to harness it and to do something with it. Um, I follow Brand Slut on Instagram and she has been sharing some ideas for how to basically use this opportunity to build local businesses, to support um, local businesses that maybe can't operate as usual, but maybe to try and think about ways that they can transform at this time to to actually meet needs because of course there's now new needs that are coming about because people are at home maybe new online sector stuff needs to be built so anyway I really enjoy that kind of innovation and ingenuity so she's really trying to say look let's all come together and think about what we can do and I think it's a really brilliant way of using and channeling that anxiety and that tension and that that need for action into something that could be really useful for you, yourself and for others. Um, you know, I think what's really important is that I'm seeing a lot of messages on social media around what um, what staying apart and and being disconnected at this time actually means and how it is. And it's a form of Ubuntu. I don't know if you know. Um, if you're not from South Africa, you wouldn't know this term. It means, um, you know, the the idea of looking after the collective, that that people are interconnected, and that what is good for me is good for the group, and what is good for the group is good for me. And I need to think of myself as always interconnected with other people. I think, in a way, this has almost become meaningful. You know, that 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 that, that this virus has actually brought people into that awareness 
you know, that we are all connected and we, and we think we think of ourselves alone all the time. But right now we really have to think a lot about other people, you know. Me choosing not to work is not just a decision because I want to protect my own health, but I want to protect my the health of my clients and their families who they may be in contact with. So I think we're all starting to think quite collectively right now, and that is a beautiful thing. So what I'm seeing is a lot of positive messages about how even if we're at home, we are still together, we are still connected, we're still thinking of one another, and there are so many things that can be connected still, even if we can't be face to face. And so I suppose that's also why I wanted to jump on here and do this podcast now and get it out as soon as possible so that you can all hear this message that there, that there is connection and thank goodness for, um, for this technology, that there is, there is a chance to, to, to connect with one another and, the, and, and never before has there been a need to reach out to people in any way you can that isn't in person. So for those people who are not with their families in the in the same country as their families and they can't travel right now, that is going to feel like a huge, huge weight on you. And I want you to know that my heart really aches for you and for your families. I know how hard it is to be separate during times of disaster and to, through extreme periods of stress. So I want you to, to just... Think about spending as much time connecting with the people in your life as possible, even if it has to be over FaceTime or WhatsApp or whatever medium platform you use. You know, we we are so lucky that we have this technology now so that we can still connect. We can still send messages of love and support. We can still send people money if needs be. Um, in South Africa, we have a, a, a massive culture of having domestic workers, people who are earning very, very little money to work, who work in our homes. Um, and most of those people are living in impoverished communities. Um, and you need to just be really mindful of that right now. You know, the, the people like us who, people like me who have jobs that, you know, I can still work online, I can still make an income. I feel like it is my responsibility then to take care of the people that work for me, um, to 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 be looked after at this time, um, you know, to still pay them even if they don't come to work, to not expect them to come to work, to not expect them to get onto public transport, um, where this disease will be will be spread. Um, you know, it's very very hard for people to think about collective health over money. It's very hard for people to think about um, collective needs over one's own needs. But I think this has really kind of, this has made that conversation even more necessary right now. So um, I hope that part of this anxiety that you're feeling about your own existence and your the existence of your family and the people that you love um, I hope it extends to other people as well. Um, this is the time to 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 reach to reach out to other people to try and connect and try and um, make it better for everybody. Um, I saw a lovely thing on social media where they were talking about you know the the kind of comparison of this to maybe a world war where everybody had to take extreme measures. You know, this is possibly our world war, and. Um, it's important to think about 
who do you want to be in this context? You know, what what is your role? And I want to normalize whatever you choose. So um, it's okay if what you can manage right now is just to be at home on your own and to have no contact with people and that's it. That is doing enough and thank you for that. Um, if you want to do more, I think, that, and that will make you feel better, then that is amazing as well. I think there are lots of positives about this experience and we can look at those positives um, but also just to not put pressure on anyone you know I don't think this is not the time to start looking at people and going you did this and you did that and that's not good enough and I'm comparing you to this one who did more that's not that's not fair so um, I think that's really important to, to know that you know at the beginning when everyone was still just thinking this was a whole lot of hype and people were being crazy and why were they stockpiling toilet paper I mean it is it is you know easy to look at other people's behavior and and point and laugh and say haha they're choosing the wrong option here they're idiots why are they doing that but just let's also remember that at times of stress we do respond strangely and so um, just to have compassion for humanity for the fact that we are those ants under the under the magnifying glass right now we're scattering we don't know what to do we don't quite know how to think we are looking for leadership there are lots of people giving advice we can follow these instructions as best as possible that might not necessarily make us feel better it might not make us feel like we're not going to die so just be aware of that feeling being very very powerful and how it might affect you and others around you and try to have compassion for that um, because it is a very scary situation for a lot of people um, and some people cope with that sort of anxiety and fear better than others some people would choose to use denial and just say it's not happening it's not me I don't care and maybe you know we have to try and help them become better informed but you have to just be able to um, accept that not everybody's going to respond in the way that you do or in the way you would like them to. Um, so yes, I, I I just wanted to come on here and speak to you about all of these experiences and relate to you with all of this. I think it's important that we um, that we share this this kind of compassionate understanding of one another in this experience and just try to. Um, Try to be kind to yourself and to others. Um, it is very scary and I think, you know, it does it does um, push our buttons and, and that's really important to see that when our buttons are pushed, how do we respond? What do we respond with, you know? And to understand that a little bit, you know, well, I respond like this because it reminds me of this experience when I was little or... I respond like this because I imagine this scenario, which is my biggest fear or, you know, just to have that awareness of what is going through your mind and what, what is on your mind and just to look out for one another. So, you know, I don't know if you've seen, there's um, lovely stories coming out of the US about older people who are afraid to go into the grocery store, um, you know, just to think about the people that are most at risk and try to take care of them if you can. Um, and it maybe will help you feel like you're busying yourself and giving you something to do while you deal with this, these overwhelming feelings. 
um, and just look after yourselves. Um, stress and anxiety has a, has a role to play in our immune systems. We, the more stressed we are, the more um, our immune systems are affected and the less capable our bodies are of, of fighting off infections. So just reckon with your stress at, as much as possible. You know, use this opportunity to breathe, to re relax, to rest, to try find times of solitude and reflection and calm. And if that fails, I mean, I think one of the greatest things that we're seeing out of this is there are so many wonderful jokes and memes and... You know, I think human beings do cope with difficulties with humor and I think it's a fantastic coping mechanism. I think if you are using, um, you know, physical release, like, you know, maybe you're stuck at home, but you can still put the music on really loudly and have a dance party in your living room. Um, you know, FaceTime your family and have a dance party together. I don't, I don't know, just just remember that all of that is okay. Like it's okay to be freaked out and anxious, but also it's so okay to find weird and wacky ways of of finding your way through this anxiety and this tension and this these weird times. Um, and, and, you know, just you might be feeling just very scared and at, at, at odds with the world and that's okay. Take time to acclimatize. This is all happened very quickly, things are changing very quickly, the news is spreading, the virus is spreading and as it gets more and more intense, we're going to feel more and more um, intense feelings and so you just have to take it slow, take it slow on yourself, don't don't rush to get better, don't rush to feel like you have to figure it out, um, just yeah, just give yourself the time to adjust to this big big change and think as much as you can about how adjustments can be made what necessary changes have to be taken and and just keep safe and keep healthy you know um i think everybody knows to do the social distancing thing um what that might look like for you might be different from everyone else um but just try and remember that um if you are struggling with feeling alone because social distancing means that you have to stay at home and you aren't getting to connect with people and that's really hard, then just try, as I said before, to connect online and try to connect with those feelings of loneliness or isolation that you may feel. Um, yeah, this is this is going to be challenging for everybody. It's a, it is a huge challenge that we all face and I think... All I can say is, is be with your feelings, try and be aware of what's coming up for you. And as I said, reach out to us if you need to talk to a professional about your feelings. You know, it's, it's totally okay to have all sorts of irrational, crazy, um, wacky, wonderful fantasies about what might happen or what you know what, what 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 it comes up for you and that's totally okay and understandable this time so just normalize that normalize all the experiences that you're having and 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 try to do that for your friends and family as well to so just just talk about it talk about what's difficult talk about what's scary the more we talk the more we connect the more the easier it will be for everyone so just keep reaching out keep connecting and yeah I will I will answer any questions you have. 
Um, so please connect with me if you want about that and I will share online. And yeah, my thoughts are with everyone. Um, it's it's a very difficult time and um, I want you to know that you're not alone in your in your in your emotions. Whatever you're feeling, there's probably someone else who's feeling the same the same thing. Um, so, yes, just just be with that process um, and stay healthy, stay well. We'll speak soon. Bye. This podcast is recorded at Edible Audio in Cape Town, South Africa. Edited by Edible Audio. Original music by Alex Smiley.